0: Uh, Mickey Willis, as you hopefully already know, is a renowned film director, producer, social media personality, and more. Anyway, we talked about PlandemicSeries.com. They've got two movies out. The third one's coming out soon. And Mickey Willis will be in Salt Lake City this Saturday and Sunday speaking at the Red Pill Expo in Salt Lake City. You want to learn more? TheRedPillExpo.com to get that done. I mentioned that because not only was Mickey on the show with us yesterday... Uh, but Mr. Willis will be speaking, and they asked him, you know, why do you give your book and your videos, your movies and everything for free on this? He said the information revealed in the Pandemic series and book series is not mine to profit from. Rather, it belongs to the people. I'm simply returning it, Mickey says. Wow, what an American hero, ladies and gentlemen, telling the tale of truth to millions. Well, uh, in addition to that, Sheriff Mack will be speaking at the Red Pill Expo coming up as well. And speaking
1: to the good sheriff, welcome, sir. (laughs) Good morning, Sam. What an amazing day. It's a beautiful morning right here in Arizona. And I can't wait uh, to see um, the rejection of the corruption going on in our country today.
0: Amen. Amen to that, sir. Now you want to introduce our guest, and you got a famous quote from
1: him as well, right? Yes. In, instead of quoting from the Supreme Court decision Mac Prince v. U.S., uh, you and I have shared the stage with our guest today numerous times, and he has taught me uh, this quote, uh, and it's not his; it's from someone else. Quote. A long habit of not thinking a thing to be wrong gives it a superficial appearance of being right. End quote. A long habit of not thinking a thing to be wrong gives it a superficial appearance of being right. That is from Michael Peruca quoting Thomas Paine. I love Thomas Paine. Uh, I use him uh, a lot in my presentations. Uh, he... He is concise in his writings and very, very powerful. So our next guest is a an amazing statesman, uh, an amazing Christian, and an amazing friend uh, to both Sam and me. And I'm talking about the next Attorney General of the great state of Maryland, Michael Anthony Peruca. Michael, welcome to the Sheriff Mack Show. Sheriff Mack, it is a great
2: privilege to be with you. Thank you very much. And thank you, Sam. And thank you, Hunter. It's my great honor to be with you. And uh, I, I, I appreciate your hospitality, as I always do. And uh, I've learned so much from you, Sheriff Mack. And, and I'm, I'm hoping to learn a little bit more today.
0: Well, I hey, hey, hey well, Sheriff. Uh, is oh. I like to focus on my favorite quote from Michael Anthony Prudka, which is really quoting the Declaration of Independence when he highlights a lot of what's being done in America. Uh, Michael always wisely educates about the violation of the separation of powers and the checks and balances. And so a lot of the laws on the books, a lot of the mandates, a lot of the whatever you want to call them, the latest crisis of the day, as you wisely put it, Sheriff, and the response there too by bureaucrats and politicians always is a mandate or always is some kind of an edict or always is some kind of a uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, What Michael Peruca calls it is pretend legislation, and I really yes, I think like that. that nails it in <laughs> terms of the separation of powers. It's, a, it's the most simple way to educate on that. Look, when you're the president, when you're the courts, you can't make law. It's pretend legislation, Sheriff.
1: Very good, Sam. Very good. Yes, absolutely. That is a good one. Uh, it's right out of the list of 27 grievances by the founding fathers that they list there. So just so everyone knows, Michael, you are running for attorney general. You won the primary. You won the Republican primary. Your political involvement in America goes way back, probably, what, 30, at least 30 years, uh, perhaps more. Uh, so you are the candidate that will uh, either uh, march on for Maryland uh, and restore law and order in Maryland, or you will go back to the lecture circuit. And, and I really am praying that you will not be on the lecture circuit anymore for the next four years uh, because you will have uh, your hands full with fixing Maryland. How do you feel today? W- what's going through your mind? Well, thank you, Sheriff Mack. Again, thank you. Thank you. And
2: uh, uh, thank you, Sam. I'm very encouraged, Sheriff. Uh, I, th- this has been a, a wonderful experience, a great adventure, if you will, um, uh it is a great blessing to be able to stand up and tell the truth, get up every morning and tell the truth. Um yeah. and that way you, as, you don't have to remember what you said yesterday, right? Um look, um <laughs> uh, you you quoted Thomas Paine a little earlier and that's that's so important. A long habit of not thinking a thing to be wrong gives it a superficial appearance of being right. And uh that's actually the very first sentence in his book Common Sense in that little pamphlet Common Sense, which caused quite a stir back in seventeen seventy-five. Um and, uh, and and we, we, need, we need that same understanding to, to cause that stir again, because we have a lot of long habits of doing things, of thinking things that are wrong to be right. Um, and we, we, we desperately need to break those habits and, and constitutional education and constitutional fidelity are the way to actually break those habits. We have, we have put the, the constitution aside. We have put the moral law aside in America uh, and I say we put it aside, there have been very, very evil forces that have been working uh, for, for generations to do that. We, we're just seeing in these last couple of years, we're seeing the uh, kind of we're seeing it on steroids because we're seeing a lot of the, the, their, their evil goals try attempting to come to a conclusion. Because um, you and Sam both know and everybody knows that for more than two and a half years, we've, we've suffered through what, what, a, what a quote unquote health crisis has been used uh, as an excuse to deny Marylanders and people across the country the the exercise of their God-given, constitutionally protected rights, um, and uh, that and their rights that includes their right to worship, their rights to assemble, their rights to speak freely, their rights to move about freely, the rights to have autonomy over their own body, over their, their own medical decisions, and and the right, right. to raise their children in, in, in the way they see fit. So all of these things have been have been attacked, and um, the the disappointment uh, for me in many ways is that people don't see the attack for what it really is. I mean, we're talking about uh, a, a lot of a lot of people see that what the government has done under both nationally and, and statewide and, and locally as either incompetence or stupidity or, or senility. And it's not senility or co- incompetence or stupidity at all. It's treason. It's treason. These things yeah. are concerted efforts to to, to uh, take over our country, to to ruin our culture and our country. And uh, that, were, during my campaign, I've, I've been trying to raise the level of of people's understanding and, and, and their consciousness of of that bigger picture. This is yes, there's crime on the streets. Of course, there is, because there's crime in the middle of our government that is that is that is perpetrating and promoting that crime. Um, so yeah. th- these are the things we try to emphasize. And if in fact uh, God would grant this victory as Attorney General. Um, i would i would prosecute i would i would investigate and prosecute those who have misused the police power of the state to uh uh to 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 actually uh, again ruin our economy to ruin uh, to to actually attack america so uh right. this is very important and people waking up is 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 as you've been trying to get people to wake up for years sheriff uh, this is incredibly important
0: one of the things that Mr. Perutka is so incredible at is taking complicated issues and literally putting them on the kitchen table in about two or three words, literally just <laughs> boiling down that education to where everybody gets it. And on Michael Prutka's website now, ladies and gentlemen, PatriotsForPerutka.com is the website, PatriotsForPerutka.com. But on that website, it says this. Think about how he educates. Listen to this. Liberty Forever Mandates never. I'm in, Sheriff. He already got me ready to vote for him now. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: Incredible. I love it. Well, we have certainly donated to his campaign and uh, really wish that we could have done more, Michael. But uh, our our hearts and prayers uh, and sometimes our finances have been with you. Everyone, you need to understand that uh, Michael Peruca is a very dear friend of ours. Uh, of the CSPOA, of me, of Sam, a very, very dear friend. And I have said this numerous times, and I'll say it again. I would trust Michael Peruca with my life and with my wife. I would have no problem that my life would be in his hands or that he would uh, be uh, with my wife. And I don't want to make this ridiculous, but that he could be uh, alone in a room with my wife and I would know that he is taking care of her. And and uh, the two most precious things I have, my wife and my life, uh, I would entrust to this man uh, wholeheartedly because I know his heart and I know his dedication uh, and I know his dedication to America and to the Lord. And if we could get him in there This, I'm telling you, Mike. uh, I'm sorry, Michael. I'm I'm sorry about this, but Sam and I have already uh, talked about this, and I want you to know what we said behind the scenes. I'm going to say right here, your race is the most important race in America. It is. And Sam, go ahead and tell him I'm wrong. Well, I'm going to tell you that you're right, and I'm going to actually tell you why.
0: And I'm going to use Davy Crockett for my narrative for just a quick second. You know, Davy Crockett wasn't perfect, and neither is Michael. Neither am I. Neither are you. Neither is anybody. But you know what? There was a guy by the name of Horatio Bunce who was a farmer, and he was talking to Davy Crockett. And Davy Crockett was trying to get his vote. And uh, you know what? Bunce said, no, I'm not going to give you my vote. He said, why? And he says, because, you know what? Although I voted for you two years before, I won't vote for you again. Take it aback. Crockett asked Why? And he said, because you know what? You supported a certain bill that just demonstrates you flat out don't understand the Constitution. Bunce reminded him that he supported that bill that provided $20,000 to people getting help from D.C. And Crockett's like, well, yeah, there's plenty of money in the Treasury. That's a good thing to do. And Bunce pointed out something very, very clear and simple, which is this. The Constitution does not authorize Congress to appropriate funds to help needy needy people. It was a great idea, but you should use your own money, not money you don't have rights to. It was not yours to give. Now, here's the interesting thing. Crockett recognized immediately the truth of the statement from the farmer. And then what happened was he said, well, you vote for him. He said, no, I won't still, even though you recognize that I'm right, unless you publicly announce that you are wrong and that you'll never do it again. Well, believe it or not, Mm. Davy Crockett was humble enough to do that. Imagine a politician today that would be humble enough if they made a mistake to literally stand up before everybody and say, listen, I got this wrong and I was wrong and I shouldn't have done it. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Michael is that guy, but he's already learned the lessons that Davy learned. That's my response, Michael. That's why you and
2: your race is the most critical race in the country. Sam, thank you, and Sheriff, thank you. Uh, you know, the, the the truth that's underneath the, the premise that's underneath of, of that uh, that story is that the Constitution doesn't govern; uh, isn't meant to govern us. The Constitution governs those who govern us, right? Uh, the, Consti- right. The, the scheme, if you will, the schema of the Constitution is that is that people people have rights that come from God; they're di- they're divinely ordained, right? And government doesn't have rights, but we we, we give government powers. And, uh, we, there's, there, and th- those powers are enumerated and limited. Um, here's, here's a consti- copy of the Constitution of the United States, a co- copy of the Constitution of the State of Maryland. These are the rules. These, these, these really are the vehicle by which we consent to be, to be governed, right? These, these represent the consent of the governed. This is the deal. I'm holding the, the Maryland Constitution here. Um uh, and the, uh, the trouble in America is that we don't have constitutional fidelity because we don't have constitutional knowledge. People don't know this deal, but yet th- this is, the, this, as I said, this is the vehicle by which we express consent to the governed. So you might say that if the government sticks within the bounds of this document, does, does only those limited enumerated powers, and, 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 and does its job, then it has our consent. You could say it has our consent, but if it goes outside of these these boundaries – it loses our consent, and when it loses our consent, it loses one of those self-evident truths that that Jefferson talked about, he, uh, and and it loses its its validity. It loses its jurisdiction. You know, it's 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 interesting. In Maryland, our our governor in Maryland violated this agreement all over the place. Um, all, he violated the entire spirit of it in almost every section of it, and uh, and he I, the the the. The office of governor is created by this instrument. But for this constitution, there wouldn't even be a a governor. So the office of governor is created. So if the governor comes in and says, well, I'm going to suspend this, what else does he suspend? He suspends his own authority. And we should take him at his word. When he suspends his own authority, we should impeach him (laughs) and get rid of him. Right? We should, we should should do what he, so so this is, this is, this is the scheme, but it, but this only works if the people understand it and enforce it. Constitutional fidelity can't exist unless there's constitutional knowledge, and and so so the recovery of these and, and Sheriff and Sam and I know you've worked very hard over the years to 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 reestablish in people's minds this 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 system of ordered liberty, um, and 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 I, I thank you for 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 the, the liberty forever. By the way, uh, I learned how to I learned libertad para siempre mandatos nunca mandatos nunca
1: yeah <laughs>
2: never liberty always mandates, mandates never. never that's right so so so, uh, so who uh, taught so you I that really cool. um uh I, I learned that i learned that from a from a uh a wonderful lady who translated all of our campaign material into spanish for us uh
1: oh cool
2: uh which which was really excellent um very good uh and Yes, yeah, so, 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 yeah, yeah so, th- this is, th- but this, this scheme, this, this understanding of, of this, this scheme of the Constitution is so critical. And, uh, it, it's, it, it's, not only not understood by so many people, but, uh, but people, but, but it's not understood by media, uh, it's, it's, and it's under, it's under attack. So it needs to be defended. And, uh, uh my, my mentor, Mr. Howard Phillips, used to say the Constitution is not a self-enforcing document. Right, he used to say, uh, it's a wonderful document, but the words aren't going to leap off the page and defend themselves. It takes it takes a, a citizenry that's armed with knowledge, uh, and well, frankly, that's armed as well, uh, armed with knowledge yeah. and, and armed to 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 uh, protect and defend. It requires the citizenry to get busy and get active, and uh, that's why yes. I appreciate, uh, I've been happy to work with you, Sheriff Mac.
1: Well, thanks. Thanks, Michael. And really appreciate you running. We appreciate the courage that you've shown. Now, maybe explain something. You've been accused quite often and quite a bit of being racist. And, and I even get questions about you. Uh, the, and, and in fact, the accusation has gone to me that I'm racist because I hang out with you. <laughs> I said, I have told people, I have only heard you say one thing about race, and that, the, and that is this: another quote from Michael Peruca There is only one race, and that is the human race. So, why is it that they accuse you of being a racist? Well, this is a thank you for the, for that question, Sheriff. This is
2: this is an evil uh, slander that uh, uh, you know that I think it was a uh, think it was. It was uh, Mark Twain said that the, a lie can get halfway around the world before the truth can get its boots on, um, yes. and and that, that is what has actually happened with respect to this. I was a, a member of a group called the League of the South for for a period of time. I haven't been a member for more than about ten years. But um, the the Southern Poverty Law Center, which makes its which is I believe a very racist organization and a very uh, un, unholy organization. The, the, it, it, it makes it, it makes its living by by slandering people and it slandered you and it slandered me uh and the uh. The, the, the the slander is and is, is to call me a racist to call me a white supremacist i've never said i've never said anything racist i've never done anything racist but they want to connect me uh and smear me because at one point i was a member of this organization which by the way I resigned from when one of the members, uh, one of the leaders of it, made some statement uh, that had to do with his uh, 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 his his opposition to um, to interracial marriage, uh, which I don't agree with, and I never never would agree with. And when I when he made that statement, I resigned from the organization because I didn't want to be associated with that. So far from being a racist, I resigned from the organization when when uh, uh, one of the leaders made a racist, what I consider to be an inappropriate statement. Um, I'm not a racist. I've never been a racist. And I don't uh, – I, I believe that any but, elevation – of of based on Michael, let me just stop you just,
0: here for a wise oh. purpose. And, and I don't mean to interrupt, but i got to get this across. This is really important to understand. Even if that one guy does believe that, look, this is not China, ladies and gentlemen. We are not guilt by association – Uh, driven. Uh, Michael is not responsible for Adam's transgression to make the point so clear you can't miss it. Even if that one guy does believe that, just because Michael believes in in the South and states' rights and some of these fundamental realities, that doesn't mean he's a racist, even if he didn't resign from that board. So I want to make something very clear. Michael is responsible for Michael's actions, Michael's behavior, Michael's thoughts, and not the uh, perceived uh, out of context views of another, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is really important to teach the people, Michael.
2: Well, you, well yeah, thank you uh, for bringing that up, Sam. Because my affinity with that group was what had to do with the fact that they had uh, they were against overbearing, unconstitutional, centralized power in, in government, and they were they and I'm all for that. And they were they were for um, they were for self determination and people's self government, and I'm all for that. Um, so, so I had I had many reasons to to be associated with them, uh, and and again when when a comment that was made, made that I considered to be inappropriate, uh, I I resigned, and that's really the end of the story. Uh, but that's not the end of the story for the media because they want they no. look, look when people don't agree with you. Uh, we live in a, I mean you, uh, we live in a nation we live in a country right now where the kids and that's what we see.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, vote for Michael Brutka today if you possibly can. Otherwise, spread the word. You are watching Michael Brutka, Sheriff Mack, and yours truly on Brighteon TV, cspoa.org.
3: Treasure Island coins and precious metals. Mike Adams of naturalnews.com says, 2020 has shown us that we must prepare for the unexpected. Gold and silver will be indispensable to your fiscal security during the coming financial pandemic. Shipments of real gold and silver are delivered safely, discreetly, and securely right to your door. You can also hold precious metals in your IRA. This allows you to protect your retirement savings with the ultimate safe haven, assets of gold and silver. Your metals are held in the form of physical coins and bars in a private depository under your name and on your behalf simply visit brightonmetals.com today gold and silver will be indispensable to your financial security shouldn't you at least look into it treasure island coins and precious metals in business since 1976 visit brightonmetals.com today The Cali Key easily converts your AR rifle to bolt action, allowing you to keep the rifle you love in assault weapon jurisdictions. The Kali Key is a true fast drop-in solution. No permanent changes to your rifle. Import, transport, own, and have fun with your AR. Why the Cali Key? Because a bolt action is not an assault weapon. Stay future ready from gun bans with a Kali Key. The Cali Key also lets you quickly and easily build your ideal hunting rifle, lets you build a quiet a suppressed rifle, and benefits your long-range precision shooting. Available now at CaliKey.com with
4: free shipping sat123.com they have put together a really incredible package emergency backup communication systems power systems we've got sat phones we've got uh, solar panels and also the big 400 watt solar panel behind us there and why does this matter because of course right now we are dealing with massive risk of blackouts and the power grid is just failing you know intermittently but it's going to get worse because we've also got energy shortages Think about the lack of coal power, the diesel problems that are happening right now. If you're in the military or the National Guard or Border Patrol or law enforcement and you need to be able to function even when the power grid goes down, or maybe you're a first responder, rescue team, firefighter, paramedic, you name it, you need to know about this equipment. So sat123.com, folks,
0: Anthony Perutka. He was a constitutional party presidential nominee in 2004. He won the primary election for attorney general in the great state of Maryland this go round, the midterm of the elections. You want to learn more about his campaign? Patriotsforperutka.com. Patriots for and four is spelled out. No, it's the number four. Patriots number four, Perutka.com. Uh, and on his website it says Liberty Forever. Mandates never. Folks, you got to understand Michael Anthony Perutka is the only candidate for Attorney General in the United States right now who is committed to defending life, restoring liberty, and he says he will arrest them if they insist on continuing to violate our law and order society, ladies and gentlemen. You got to vote today, November 8th, for Michael Perutka, if you can, folks. You got to become a VIP voter. That's a vote in person voter. Why do you want to vote in person so much? Because manufacturing ballots for you is so much more difficult, they have less time to do it and a whole lot more if you become a VIP voter. Uh, We talked about it's not yours to give. That's one important reality that Michael understands. He will not let them spend money and go off budget. He will not let them play games. He will chain them down with the Constitution. I want to make a point here that you really need to think about, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to me carefully. This is according to the American Family Association, AFA.net. Only about 50% of Christians in America are registered to vote. Did you hear me? Only about 50% of the Christians in America are registered to vote. And believe it or not, only 50% of those show up at the polls at any given election. And I understand that means 25% of Christians are voting, 75% are not. I'm telling you right now, folks, if we get out the vote for Michael Prutka and other like-minded patriotic <coughs> uh, candidates, we shall have... Success, Christians, get to work. Sheriff, you're one of them and have a point to make on this very topic, right?
1: Yes, Sam. Uh, A lot has been said about uh, voting, and it's uh, a waste of time. Uh, They're cheating. Uh, They're manipulating the elections. Uh, China's in charge of the elections, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I I believe, as both of you uh, well know, That there has been rigged elections uh, the last 20, 30, 40 years, uh, but uh, an exponential increase uh, as of late. And so people say, why do you waste your time to go vote? If I don't vote, I know for a fact that it's a waste of time, that my vote will not count. I am going to go vote today with my wife in person, just as Sam suggests. My daughter and her husband are going to do the same. That live just down the street from me. And the reason is because I will exercise my right to vote. Criminals who may or may not steal my vote, uh, it might happen. And I'm doing my best and all that I can with Sam and Michael and many other people to try to prevent that and to bring the people who have done those things to justice. But they're not going to win over me and I'm going to cower away from voting. I'm going to be afraid of voting or I'm going, they're going to convince me that I should not vote. That helps the other side. I will vote today and the consequences may fall where they, where they may, but I will vote and I hold that right very dear to my heart and I will vote. And I will tell you what I am voting for. I am voting to reject the corruption and the destruction of our Constitution and the destruction of our God-given liberties and rights. Uh, And so I am voting to reject those who are rejecting godly principles and our Constitution. Therefore, I am voting straight Republican, which I don't think I've ever done uh, before. I am voting straight Republican on every single candidacy. And I'm doing that because I want to send a message to the left, to the lying media, and to the extremists uh, who are uh, traitors to this country that have tried to destroy our country. I am sending them the message. That you deserve to be replaced, uh, and that a lot of them deserve to be prosecuted. And I hope that happens. Amen to that. However, I'm going that way to vote.
2: Thank you, Sheriff. Uh, if I could just, you—you well, you made me think of something that I haven't remembered for a while. Uh, it was—I remember uh, one time reading that uh, General Washington during the the, the uh, War for American Independence. Uh, was involved something in something like eleven major battles, eleven major, and he lost eight of them. Yeah. But he saw he's, he saw he saw his his duty as to as to keep the army together until God would grant a victory, which is exactly what happened. And 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 uh, and you, you reminded me of that when you're talking about the voting, they would love you. They would love you to be so dispirited that you that you don't vote, that you that you give it up, that you right. just let them have their way. They would love that, right? Um, but and that's what we have to resist. We, we, we you know, uh, the Bible says, "Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty." So uh, the the difficulty in America is that the spirit of the Lord isn't is in all the places where we should be striving to have it be. Um, but that, but, but we need to hold this together until God would grant the victory, and we have to look for the victory at every corner, at every time, at every at every place. So uh, thank you for your encouragement. I, I, I appreciate that.
0: All right, I want to bring up a couple of interesting things that I think will help you understand who Michael Pruka is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Oath Keepers trial, Stuart Rhodes, is on the stand, okay? And I don't want to get into the uh, Stuart Rhodes trial, except I do want to focus on one thing because it relates to the elections. They literally tried to trap uh, Stuart Rhodes and said, hey, you know what, do you believe the elections – were fraudulent, or invalid, or bogus, or what do you believe on this? And this is just recently in the last couple of days. Stuart Rhodes said this: the election was invalid since it didn't comply with Article Two of the Constitution. What do you say to that, Michael?
2: Well, he's correct. Um, the the and and this brings up the whole question of of, of the 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 attempt to is really a mind control. Uh, there's really a a. a, a brainwashing thing going on in the media to try to make make it look like anybody who questions uh the 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 results or the either the processes or the results of the election is somehow committing some kind of crime it's just absolutely absurd and it and it's and it flies in the face of of the complaints that others have made uh that democrats and others have made about other elections and that they're getting ready to make about this one uh they're already beginning beginning to um so uh the 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 authority, the authority for the running of elections and the processes belongs to the state legislators. And what uh, according to Article two and 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 um, what what Stewart was, I believe, referring to was the fact that these things were not validly. The, the, the process was not constitutional. So, uh, you know, so uh, and, and was uh, was fraudulent because the, these things were not done according to according to law and according to the constitutional process. So he's, I believe, he's absolutely right. Um, Sam, another point that, if you don't mind, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to jump in here and make is, you know, yes, I did win the the, the Maryland primary here, the Republican primary, and I won it fairly handily. If you uh, we it, before they count the um, uh, the, the mail in votes, I was up about 17 or 18 percent, which was, uh, and even even after they were all counted, and 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 you and I know that they're sus- they're suspect. I still won by about 10%. But my, my point is, is this that I did that without any real help. Of course, no help from the Democrat Party. They wouldn't have helped me at all. But I did that really with no help from the Republican Party in Maryland. Um, the Republican Party in Maryland actually was willing to just kind of let the Attorney General's race go. You know, we haven't had a Republican elected Attorney General in Maryland for, are you ready for this? For 100 years, for a whole century. Oh, we my. haven't had a. Oh, boy, are we looking for the
1: upset of, oh,
2: the, of the century, huh? For 100 years. So I ask people, I say, hey, listen, how's that been working for you? How's that been going, right? I mean, yeah. uh, art- Article 34 of our Constitution, by the way, actually says that a, that a, a, a turnover in government is, is, is one of the predicates to freedom. Um, and, that a, uh, and that a long continuance of one party or one, one person in authority is dangerous to freedom. Our Constitution actually says that. The uh, Constitution also says that uh, that the the provisions of the Constitution of the United States and of this state, being Maryland, apply as well in times of war as in times of peace. And no violation thereof or deviation therefrom based on a plea of necessity, like a pandemic or any other plea, is valid. So, so, our con- so. That would have been a wonderful thing for attorneys and people in Maryland to know, but once again, this was not enforced uh, during this these these horrible uh violations of our of our freedom during the pandemic because largely it's not known so um it reminds me of uh, somebody once said what's the difference between a man who can't read and a man who doesn't read well there's no difference <laughs> if, if, yeah. if, if, if this exists but nobody knows it it does, it might as well not exist so uh, we have to bring these things back. We have to, we have to bring back this constitutional understanding. And um, I was making the point that, that, we, that we, were, we were very successful in the primary despite the fact that the Republican Party didn't support us. So this is really not a Democrat, Republican, red state, blue state thing. It's those, it's, it's a, it's those who are, are patriots and want to defend America and want to return to constitutional government against those who want to continue into this socialist, communist uh, uh Descent that we have been going in and that that our enemies desire
0: all right i want to switch gears slightly uh yesterday i reported that Catherine engelbrecht and greg phillips of truth the vote i announced that they were released and i jumped the gun slightly i guess it turns out they had some judge that was dragging his feet a little bit sunday night they did get the court order for the release but they weren't released till yesterday afternoon after my show but thank god Catherine engelbrecht And Greg Phillips are released from prison. Catherine released the following statement, ladies and gentlemen, upon their release. She says this, folks, those who thought that imprisoning, imprisoning Greg and I, that that would weaken our resolve. They have gravely miscalculated. It is stronger than ever, she says. Now, the right to free and fair elections without interference is more important than our own discomforts and... Even this detention now reversed by a higher court. And she finishes up. Here's Catherine Engelbrecht again. What is publicly known is just the tip of the iceberg, ladies and gentlemen. So I wanted to really quickly uh, let Michael and and Richard speak to this, too. Uh, I've got a problem with these political prisoners over all kinds of issues. Uh, The judges were wrong. We need people in the state of Texas to go ballistic over the abuse of power uh, here, Michael.
2: Well, yeah, actually, what you just described um, is 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 definitive evidence that we are at war, because the these this abuse of process, this this abuse of people's rights, is not this this is not happening because a mistake. It's not even really happening because of partisanship. It's happening because there are those who who wish to destroy America, and we have. We have re- regrettably allowed them into positions of authority, and they need to be removed from positions of authority. Again, this is why I'm running for attorney general. I mean, the attorney general, the attorney general has tremendous power to investigate and to prosecute uh, violations mm-hmm. of the law and violations of the legal process. And that is exactly what mm-hmm. I intend to do. If, if God would grant this victory, that's precisely this. Listen, if you want to know how important attorney general and prosecutors' positions are, Look at what George Soros is doing because he's done his best to buy them all. Why would he buy them? Why didn't he buy the dog catcher positions? Why didn't he? Da- no, he's buying the prosecutors' positions because he wants that. What they're what they're, is happening? Part of the war against America is prosecutors prosecuting people that they shouldn't, prosecuting innocent people, and refusing to prosecute people that they should. Um, so the the, the ret- a return to constitutional fidelity and constitutional it begins with a return to understanding. Um, and, and as, as Jefferson famously said, uh, if, if a nation desires to be ignorant and free, it desires what never was and never will be. And he was really just reflecting what Hosea said in, in the prophet said in, in chapter four, verse six, which is, "My people perish for lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. We are being destroyed for lack of knowledge, because but what, what, we, we need the we need the proper knowledge so that we can then take the proper action. I had a pastor once that said, you know, right. Action follows right thinking, so we need to think rightly uh, to, to start. And and and, th- and this uh, at the heart of it is, is why I'm I'm passionate about trying to trying to uh, obtain this office and use it constitutionally and follow the follow the Maryland Constitution and the United States Constitution.
1: Sheriff. So, so Michael, um, I've always asked this to to some of our more prominent guests. I want to ask you. Uh, I've been around you a lot, so I think I might know this answer, but uh, I want you to express one thing for me. Um, What is the number one absolute worst thing that's happening to America today? What is, I mean, there's all sorts of things that people are complaining about. The the freedom movement complains about uh, the IRS or, or the Federal Reserve or uh, lack of constitution adherence. What is the number one thing that we must fix that's destroying America today, or the attack on America? What is it? What's the worst thing? The one thing, the worst thing happening in America today. Sheriff, I believe the worst thing happening in America
2: today is that the most unsafe place you can ever you can be in America is in your mother's womb. That is the oh. most unsafe. The, that's the, yeah, that's, that's always been my
0: answer, pro-life. Because if you can't protect the most innocent among us, who can you protect, Michael?
2: Well, the very first self-evident truth, the very first, self, the very, the very first uh, example in in the self-evident truth that Jefferson talked about, he said there is a God. Our rights come from Him, and the purpose of civil government is to protect God-given rights. Uh, and and the, the the first right that he lists is the right to life. If you don't have right. I don't think we should need to explain that if you don't have the right to life, you can't enjoy any other rights, can you? Uh, if you don't have life, so uh, well, dead people I are having the right to vote these days. That's got to stop. Yeah. Point taken. Point taken. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but your tongue is firmly in your cheek there. Um, so, so, so so no, but 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 we, we you. I, I have a friend, Franklin Sanders, who once said to me, "You really can't trust people who are willing to kill babies." Um, and uh, I heard the, that we have we have we have we have, uh, we, we, have uh, uh, we are under judgment for that. And uh, yes, and uh, I, 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 I pray and, 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 and hope and that that God will w- withhold his judgment from America and that we can re- restore uh, these principles. Um, uh, you know, God's law is law. God's law is law. Many people don't understand this in America because they've been indoctrinated away from it but uh there is no right way to do a wrong thing and there's no 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 government can give you a right to do what god says is wrong or to declare it to be right what god says is wrong that's just that that's that's a, just a violation of logic um right there, so, so i believe that the the number one problem or the number one thing that we need to repent of is our is our disrespect for life that that in the, that begins in the womb
1: well, Amen to that. That's I want to
0: talk
2: answer.
1: about
0: some. I want to talk about some points. I've got ten points to true election integrity that I want to highlight a little bit about, and get Michael's response to some of these as well. Um, Michael, are you going to accept the outcome of your election? Do you think? You think it's going to be fraudulent?
2: <laughs> it depends. It de- <laughs> Am I going to? Yeah. I love this. I get this question. Are you going to? They love
0: to trap you with that and put you on record, no matter right. what it, happens, well, it, even it, if they, it, even it, if you prove vote fraud, they want you to accept it, huh?
2: I would like. I, I always try to turn it back and say, "Then would you, would you accept it if, 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 you, if, you thought, if you thought it was fraudulent? I mean, that's just uh, that's that's it's not a it's not a proper it's question. A, it's a
0: clown question, Michael.
2: Right, right.
0: All right. So here's a couple of these points. We need to clean up the voter rolls and leave the system called Eric. We need to eliminate all electronic equipment and move to paper ballots only. <clears throat> we need to require some kind of. Uh, like an ID or voter way to confirm so you're not an illegal alien or whatever else, that you're not voting twice. Uh, we need to ban mail-in voting. We need to ban early voting and only have people vote in person on Election Day. We ought to really work on focusing on smaller precincts so that maybe you've got a 1,000 voters uh, in the precinct. We need to ban this ballot harvesting. Uh, maybe making an, an, an Election Day a holiday yeah. as an idea some people had. Uh, we need to implement new reporting requirements for transparency and finally impose severe penalties on those convicted of election fraud. And one of the things that I really like is I want them to – I want the vote counters to all be in a room, and I want them to swear another penalty of perjury to the by-hand vote count. If it's good enough for my taxes, it's good enough for my vote. Michael, what do you say to those suggestions?
2: Well, I, I, I'm in favor of all of them, and I've heard that list uh, actually just yesterday. It's Seth Keschel um, – uh, I went through that list um, uh, with uh, with. Uh, That's exactly uh, where the list a, came from. During an interview, yeah. Um, uh, well, I, I agree with all of that, and um, uh, especially the last part. As Attorney General, the the very the tenth one you you mentioned was prosecute people who violate who violate the process, or violate the, anybody anybody who who falsifies the process or falsifies the results of elections is guilty of treason because that's an attempt to overthrow, uh, overthrow the government. That's, that's, that's fraud, that's treason and, and, and deserves the ultimate in, 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 in punishment uh, because that goes, that goes to, to the heart of, of of all the other rights that we need to protect. Um, uh, we, we need to live by the constitution and we need to elect people who, who will do, who will do so. So um, yeah, I, uh, that the, the last one actually touches very closely on why I want to, obtain this position of prosecutor not because i i desire to to uh to, to be some kind of oligarch but because these if we don't redress these grievances if we don't fix this if we don't bring people to justice who have misused the police power of the state uh then then we will have validated it and we and we and we will be we will be as guilty as those who have done it and and we will be we will be punished we, we will be the victims of our of our own neglect if we don't Bring to justice the people who have done this. This is the primary purpose of one of the primary purposes of civil government is to uh, is to administer the justice system, and this is this is a critical thing to administer at this point.
1: F. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I really like Michael's responses, and uh, I, I'm still thinking about the one uh, that he responded to the worst number one worst thing, and that is uh, that. Life is not safe in, in the womb of uh, too many w- women in this country. I've always said this, though, uh, when they say it's my body, uh, it's my choice because it's my body. Uh, I, I'm uh, afraid to correct you on that, but it is not your body. Uh, you did not put that there. Uh, you willingly participated in the process to put it there, but that body is not yours. It doesn't have the same DNA. Uh, and it's God's body. Uh, and God is in charge of that. Uh, and or nature, nature's God, or the laws of nature uh, are in charge of that, not you. And so, Michael, sure, thank sure. you so much for being with us. If
2: it, if it was your body, you might be the one being important.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. Yes, wow.
0: Sir. On that note, we got to fly, ladies and gentlemen. Vote for Michael Perutka, ladies and gentlemen. He is a true honest patriot. I'm so grateful for his leadership and all that he does. Patriots for Thanks for watching. You are watching The Thank Sarah you, Show Love right on Friday <laughs> on TV.
4: <laughs>
0: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman on your radio, the good sheriff, Richard Mack, with me as well. He'll be with me second hour also. We just got done interviewing Michael Peruca. I don't know of a more important race in the country now, sheriff. We've mentioned that, but I want to reiterate that reality. Not only do I not know of a more important race in America, but I don't know uh, of a more important, informed, founding father-esque candidate either. Anywhere in the country, sir. Anywhere.
8: No, now uh, that's the reason it's so important if he could win this and, and I'm serious I've told him this I think I told you if he wins I'm moving to Maryland if nothing else just to have his back because it's gonna if he, if he thinks the campaign was rough if he gets in there it's gonna be a lot rougher and I'm gonna I'm gonna move there uh, yes with my wife uh, and uh, we love it where we are here uh, but uh, I'm not going to... Uh, Sit by and watch this happen uh, and not uh, be a part of it and defend what he's going to be trying to do, Uh, because he's going to be standing for the Constitution in an area where it's being destroyed exponentially. So I'm going to go do that. I hope I am moving. I really hope I am, because it means he won, and that means we're back on track, at least in Maryland. Uh, but the violence in Baltimore really worries me, uh, w- really worries me, and and so I'm I'm going to go there and I'm going to help Michael any way I can.
0: Amen to that. Uh, he's an American hero in my opinion. Uh, he's yes, he one of the is. great uh, educators on the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association uh, Speakers Bureau. Uh, he's an educator. He's he's just the guy. Uh, is just as true blue as it gets. So are you going to be watching electric coverage tonight, Sheriff? You going to keep an eye on oh, this? Yes, sir. very. Yes, very are you just much. You going to so. wake up and accept the fraud?
8: No, I. I will be watching. <laughs> I. Uh, uh, two years ago, uh, I stayed up till about three in the morning, and and uh, I was really shocked when I got uh, when I got up about eight o'clock, that uh, everything had been reversed. So no, it's hard.
0: To fathom, isn't it?
8: I will be watching. Yeah, I will be watching, and uh, uh, you know, it. it, it I'll, I'll be honest with you, Sam. I don't want to come across negative, but I don't feel good about it. I don't feel good about today. Uh, uh,
0: I, you mean because of the fraud
8: or the potential for fraud? Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I fear the results. I really do. I don't feel good about the results. I told you last time. Uh, when Trump lost, that Trump was going to lose. And Kirk got mad at me about it a little bit, and uh, other people did too. But um, it's astonishing. I actually heard last night uh, some of the pundits uh, saying that uh, the Republicans will do anything to stay in power, to get power, and that they would even commit murder to do so. Well, that's exactly what I said about the Democrats two and a half years ago. Uh, And the sad
0: part is a lot of us believe this Republican sweeping into power is going to be awesome.
8: Mm, But how much of it is
0: our kind of Republicans versus deep state Republicans?
8: Well, exactly. I mean, uh, the Republicans have had numerous chances to save our country and to restore our Constitution. They do not do it. They won't do it this time. So like I said on the show earlier, I am doing this. I'm voting straight Republican because I believe that's the only way we can slap uh, the Democrats and the liberals and the leftists and the liars and the corrupt uh, government that's in there now. It's the only way. And so I am going to do my part in in rejecting the destruction of America that's been happening the last two, three years. So
0: forget 2020, says Tom DeWeese of the American Policy Center. He says we've already caught him in 2022, Sheriff.
8: <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I'm not going to forget 2020. Uh, uh, I'm going to learn from history and, and move on, yes. Uh, but I, it goes back way before 2020, uh, as you've alluded to with, with Davy Crockett. But the George W. election, uh, you know, both times we're very suspect, uh, but I, I, don't believe it's been honest, uh, since we, especially since we use computers to tabulate votes, computers are easily hacked and they do it all the time. Hour
0: one on the can, hour two coming up with Sam Bush, one of the good sheriff on your radio. Wow. Folks, it's election day. You better get out and vote and become a VIP vote in person voter. It matters folks. Don't be deceived into believing it doesn't matter. It absolutely makes a difference. It's your God-given sacred right to vote and let those represent you who you believe uh, will act as you would were you there yourself. That's what representative government is all about, thanks to our constitutional republic. Ladies and gentlemen, we declare this nation shall endure. CSPOA.org, LovingLiberty.net. God save the republic of the United States of America.
3: live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to
9: the Liberty Roundtable Radio, talk, radio Show. talk Show.
0: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refused to use, no doubt, continues now. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a sacred day, November 8th, Tuesday, in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two, and the goal always to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property. It is election day, ladies and gentlemen, so our goal is to withhold, or uphold, I should say, the supreme law of the land by electing those who will take their uh, responsibilities seriously. I want you to be a VIP, a vote-in-person voter, ladies and gentlemen. We have got to do these things. We have got to really focus on what matters the most. We've got to clean up the voter rolls and leave Eric. We've got to eliminate all electronic equipment and use paper ballots. We've got to require a voter ID of some kind so that illegals and dead people don't vote. We've got to ban mail-in voting. We've got to ban early voting. We've got to make smaller precincts of right around 1,000 people. We've got to ban ballot harvesting. We've got to make Election Day possibly a holiday or something like that. We got to implement new reporting requirements for transparency, and we got to impose severe penalties on those convicted of election fraud. And, ladies and gentlemen, uh, all I can tell you is we need to have the vote counters and the vote inspectors. After they count the ballots by hand, we need them, ladies and gentlemen, to absolutely swear in writing to sign a document under the penalty of perjury that the vote count. Is accurate. If it's good enough for my taxes, it's certainly good enough for the vote. All right, the good Sheriff Richard Max with me. Welcome back, sir.
8: Good morning, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful vote day, Tuesday morning. A miracle day for America. I pray.
0: Amen to that. And we've got an incredible guest with us now. She'll be speaking at the RedPillExpo.com in Salt Lake City coming up this weekend. And her name is debbie bocicalupi and debbie is a california rancher who's been in demand all around the country folks she's an educational speaker on agenda 2021 agenda 2030 on land rights on patents on water rights uh, on uh cap and trade um i mean i'm just telling you so many topics it's not even funny sustainable development property rights dams and water rights conservation and other related issues it's a delight to welcome Debbie to Liberty Roundtable Live. Good, good morning, ma'am. How are you?
6: It's a delight to be here, and uh, I'm looking at snow. I'm looking at an American flag. I'm looking at a bunch of chickens and cows. It's great to be alive. Thank you for having me.
0: Where in California are you?
6: We are just below the Oregon border, and you may have heard about this area because uh, we are the, in the Klamath River Basin, and the Klamath River is has four at least four clean green renewable energy hydroelectric dams that are you know multi-beneficial drought control flood, uh, flood control irrigation recreation all these multi-beneficial uses and the reason you may have heard of it is because the klamath river dams is are slated for destruction they're calling it removal, but it is the world's largest dis- dam destruction project in worldwide history. And it's nonsense, absolute junk science based on a pet project fish that is called the coho salmon that you can buy for, I don't know, maybe since food prices we're heading towards a food crisis. Truly we are uh, in my opinion, but you could buy coho salmon at for at Costco or wherever. At for eight ninety nine a pound, but for some reason in our little area of the world, in California and Southern Oregon, it is a prized fish. So, and what that means, and uh, this is relevant to everyone around and listening, is there is an agenda based on sustainability and and biodiversity loss to destroy dams these days, not preserve them, not um, not build more but uh, you're, you hear about the snake the columbia but um, we are the and then the elwha those dams were already moved removed up in uh, the state of washington so this will affect everybody because this project which again is junk science it's what some people like my dad who's a professional civil engineer and a water expert calls swag scientific wild blank guesses and you can guess what the a is Scientific wild, so SWAG, scientific wild blank guesses. And, uh, and and so they're just using, they'll use this project if they get their way, they being uh, the Biden administration at this point, it's been um, every Democratic uh, administration in the last, I'd say, 20, 10, 15, 20 years uh, that has had this agenda on their plate. Um, and it was supposed to be a congressional vote. Um, but anyway, Um, It will affect you because there is an agenda to uh, control water everywhere. Sheriff? Yes. Now, I was
8: involved, uh, Debbie, back a number of years ago when they shut off the water to the uh, Klamath Basin in Oregon.
6: Yep, the Klamath Falls area. Absolutely. Correct.
8: Correct. And I went there uh, primarily to try to keep the peace because there were some farmers and ranchers there that were – ready to take up arms against it because yep. the their livelihoods and lands were being destroyed by this uh and it wasn't even it was it was to do a study about the little minnow fish whatever the sucker it was fish?
6: was it the sucker yeah, fish
8: probably yes uh, and um it, it was shut down just to do the study it wasn't because there was a problem it was just because they wanted to do a study And uh, several times, uh, people, I guess some of those farmers, had gone and cut the gates. So now they had federal agents, about 20 of them, uh, stationed at that site to make sure that the water stayed on. Another issue was in California, where they shut off the major dam uh, to the Napa Valley. Uh, And I told the sheriffs of California... That affected by this. There was about 25 different counties affected by it. They had to walk up to that dam uh, and and uh, tell the federal government to get out of their way uh, that they were going to turn the water back on. But has that water uh, stayed off on that dam in California for the last, what, 20, 25 years?
6: The Napa Dam? You know, I, I wish I could tell you uh, information about that. I don't believe so. I, I think we would hear about it as an example of what's happening um in an area where a dam was shut off so i don't know i can't answer that but i can tell you that in the klamath falls where uh southern oregon northern california where you were which is about oh gosh an hour and a half northeast of me right now uh from from our ranch uh the federal government has shut off their water this year and these are crops like um potatoes um, uh, horseradish, strawberries, um, and, and this water is adjudicated just like the river that runs through our property and we have riparian uh, adjudicated historic mm. water rights. Under Gavin Newsom's emergency order, which we know that emergencies, emergency orders and executive orders for that matter are being used and abused to uh, convert our private property rights into something else, whether it's a conservation easement or a new study for some new fish. Um, so, So it's an important time for our sheriffs to stand up and say, hey, wait, and Sheriff Mack, I don't know, do you agree with me here? It's a public safety issue. When you have desperate times, which I think people I I love our government system. I think we have the best government system in the world. Thank God for our government system. But it's these it these these I don't know subversive agents who are getting elected or appointed who are are stealing this great system of government away from a self-governing where, you know, can man rule himself into um, a, a multi-layer mixed marble cake sort of government system <laughs> where you don't know what lines, you know, it used to be very clear. This is your journey. Yeah, the comparison
0: Debbie's making, ladies and gentlemen, is just so you know, you can look at marble cake versus layer cake. She's mm-hmm. on a ranch, folks, and it's real. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha. Anyway, marble cake versus layer cake. And marble cake is where government is all cooperative, all coordinated, all funded, all this one moving thing. There's no separation of powers or divisions of government to chain people down. The Constitution rejects the marble layer uh, viewpoint uh, and focuses on the uh, layer or, I'm sorry, the marble cake view, it focuses on the layer where there's different jurisdictions. There's the divisions of powers. There's separation in funding and there's separation in authority and jurisdictions. And that's really what you're referring to, right, Debbie?
6: Absolutely. Dual federalism. Absolutely. So I'm a dual federalist, which means that there, you've got your state government and your federal government. And there's clear, de, there's clear delineation. Clear. And so, you know, these days, if you're on a ranch or a farm or, or maybe even a business, in order to get what you need to, sorry for the background noise of the, the rooster. Hey, that's,
8: that's music to our ears. That's wonderful. That's
6: great. <laughs> okay. I've got headphones on, so I can't really. Are decide. you out feeding
8: good, the chickens while you're on the show with us?
6: You know what? I was. I was out feeding the ducks <laughs> and the chickens. And I that's wonderful. To, I have to get to the cows yet. But oh yeah, Sam, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Is that um, you know on ranches and farms, we're or we're we're a business? That's where I was going. Is that it's hard. So if you're trying to start a new business, or if they come up with some new study that's so important that um, that we don't know what agency we need to go to. In fact, there's like 15 different agencies in order to get what we hey Cameron, need to get done. Hey, Cameron, skip the
0: break, will you? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are interviewing Debbie Bocicalupi, folks, and she is going to be speaking at the Red Pill Expo uh, coming up this me. weekend in Salt Lake City, Utah. The RedPillExpo.com is where you can get your tickets to attend in person and or virtually if you can't make it. Uh, but Debbie speaks on the issues for land rights as a California rancher, uh, and she's one of the hottest... Um, Battles uh, between the federal government and we the people in the several states uh, right now over water rights and over the the, I mean, it's a damn shame pardon the pun there about this whole thing. It's just insane how the government's just Absolutely ran off the rails Uh, rogue agents are just running around committing criminal activity And what it's going to take is people from the counties to stand up in a more unified manner to simply nullify now and reject the general government's idea that somehow it's this marble cake idea and they can be everywhere and embedded in everything it's an absolute satanic lie straight from the pit of hell we got to have the layer uh, cake idea where there's separation of powers where we can chain them down uh, with the constitution what will be the title of your speech deb debbie and what will be uh, the main focus uh, as you speak at red pill coming out this weekend
6: you for asking. we Dan Happel and I, who I think you probably had him on your show a couple times. Yes, of course. He, Dan's a great friend. He is a great friend. Uh, he and I are going to, and it's his idea, so if it fails it's his fault. <laughs> so uh, doing, it
0: won't because it's Dan. He's great and knows what he's talking about.
6: I know. So we are doing the first time ever at Red Pill uh, a skit, and it's going to be about the Cloward-Piven strategy, and I am playing Francis Fox Piven, while he is going to be playing Cloward, uh, Richard Cloward. And we're bringing, we're bringing this, uh, and, and then, by the way, I head to my fifth or sixth uh, major United Nations conference, I head to Egypt to uh, cover topics with the New American Magazine while I'm over in Egypt. So um, so the Cloward-Piven strategy was all about, well, they took advantage of poor people and they uh exploited them by saying and here's where actually this works this parlays perfectly into marble cake uh, versus layer cake what what the strategy was about was taking advantage of poor people exposing uh, the poor people and exploiting them so that they would create a riot of some sort that they the poor people the many poor people this is back in the 60s would get together complain and locally uh, uh, tell the local governments where they are not getting their benefits where they're not getting their welfare money and Cloward and Piven knew that the local government could not afford to pay for all the poor people's complaints so they knew that the next level would be that the federal government right would have to step in so they were successful at that and then it parlayed into, so there you have right there, an example of where the federal government is now inserting itself in what was once a local issue. As Christians, what, it wasn't our it our responsibility as the church to take care of our neighbors and our poor. Well, that's not the case anymore. So you, now you have all these different government agencies that think it's their job, just like the United Nations, to solve this thing called hunger and poor and, you know, and with the, with, you know, and climate change, you know, it's just never ending. It's every aspect of our lives, education, health, health and being, every uh, homes and every aspect of our lives is now someone thinks and many people think that they have the jurisdiction to tell you what you can and cannot do what hoops you must jump through these days, simply to buy a single family home. It's unreal, but this is where we are. And, um, and if I may go back to the, um, our, our amazing government system, you know, I, I used to say this myself and I hear it often is that our government sucks. And as long as we keep talking that way, who in your area is going to work, want to work for a company that sucks, for example? But the thing is, is that we have an amazing system of government. It's the best in the world. It's the best in history, if you ask me, in in modern day history. I'd rather go work for that system than one that sucks. And it's not the government that sucks. It's the people right now in many, many, many uh, positions who suck and appointees. So if I could just kind of change people's minds and hearts on The way we speak about our government these days, um, that would be a great little thing to leave behind, if you ask me.
0: Sheriff, I think she couldn't be more spot on. Uh, This is a a, a critical skit uh, highlighting real issues, though, folks. Just because it's put into a skit to try to make it fun and easy to learn and understand, that doesn't uh, in any way minimize the significance of and the value of uh, the educated education provided by by Debbie and Dan Sheriff.
8: Yeah, I can't wait to I can't wait to see it. I, I look forward to being a part of it, and uh, I I can't, uh, I can't I can't think of a better uh, idea for uh, the Red Pill Expo. So, um, looking forward to it. Absolutely.
6: To go all
0: right Debbie Whatever, what would you Daddy. like to finish on we need to let you fly here but what, what would you yeah. like to finish on and let people know I mean there's a lot yeah. of stuff you cover and it really takes an educational um, a little bit of time in the in the learning seat to really understand agenda 21 agenda 2030 the battles of the ranchers the issues over land but fundamentally you got to understand this communism is very simple they want to absolutely control land and they know yeah. if they do they control all production all distribution. They literally control everything. That's why our founders said, hey, you know what? It's all about life, liberty, and property. Uh, In other words, the pursuit of happiness is based on the above three. Debbie?
6: Yeah. Well, uh, the the other thing that Francis uh, Fox and and Cloud Piven did was uh, popularize Occupy Movement, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. So that's the other thing. But what I want to leave people with is you know, uh, we know that under cap and trade, they want to control air. Um, they, being governments, the United Nations, um, people, not governments, people, and bad people in government. And you can't see air. So what's and you can't live without air, but for a few minutes. The next thing that you can't live without after a few days is water, and you can see water, and they can control water and that's what they're after right now, is water. So wherever you are, get involved, especially when it comes to water, because you cannot, and and food prices, and water is needed in absolutely everything, the making of everything, as is livestock byproducts, by the way, as is fossil fuel um, and carbon. So the things they're going after are the things that you and I use every second of the day. If you're walking on grass right now, it needs water. So the goal is this, this next coming decade is to control water. So get involved everywhere you can and be happy about it because we really do live under the best government system. And we just need to start putting good people in place.
0: The greatest country on the face of the earth, ladies and gentlemen, is what we're talking about. We're talking about it's all about God, family, and country. And I'm walking on sunshine, ladies and gentlemen, because today is a sacred day, a day for you to become a VIP. That's a vote-in-person voter. Uh, It really reduces the likelihood of them committing election fraud, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to stand up and vote, vote the bums out. Look, we can get rid of all 435 members of the House today. We could get rid of one-third of the Senate today. We could literally vote the deep state out, and they couldn't do anything about it if we had enough overwhelming majorities to prevent them from committing election shenanigans, to say the least. But, folks, realize that this week is incredible. you got to vote today. Then you got to gear up and go to the Red Pill Expo, the redpillexpo.com for tickets, and you'll have the opportunity to listen to and glean great education from Debbie Bocicalupe. Thank you so much for your time.
6: God bless. Thank you.
0: Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, doing a phenomenal job. Now, that's just one of the speakers you're speaking with, Sheriff.
8: Yeah, she's amazing, and uh, her topic is amazing, and she's absolutely correct. Uh, the deep state, uh, the corruption of government is trying to control the water supplies nationwide. You've seen what's happened to the Great Salt Lake in Utah. You've seen what's happened to Lake Mead in Nevada. Uh, they keep finding bodies uh (laughs) where where they thought bodies would never be found uh, of mafia hits and people being dumped in lake mead uh it's uh, absolutely insanity insanity and uh, the american people boy that's just another issue where we have got to wake
0: All right, we're talking about Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips getting out of prison. God bless them and their efforts, uh, and we're grateful that judges saw the truth for what it is. They tried to make them political prisoners right before the election to try to uh, put a damper on things, but they've been released, and thank heavens for that. But what was at issue in all that, Sheriff, is the judge demanded they release a source. And what you got to really ask yourself, and this has kind of been a time-honored reality in America Should journalists ever be forced to disclose the identity of their confidential sources? It's a really important question to ask that I think you and I should discuss for a minute right here on Election Day. You know what? Should a journalist be forced to give up their source? Should Greg and Catherine be forced by a judge to give up their source? What do you say?
8: Well, uh, there's two sides of that coin. One is the Sixth Amendment uh, guarantees you a right to face your accusers. If if you are hiding that from me, then there very, better be a very good reason. Usually they can uh, help uh, protect the, the uh, snitch, the informant, the confident CI, confidential informant. Uh, you can protect them uh, because you have to uh, in order to make sure that person does appear in court. If if they are so afraid that they can't appear in court, that will be a problem. Sooner or later, that's going to be a problem for the right of the the accused. The right of the accused is guaranteed uh, to face their accusers. So at right, this so stage me, of the game, wait, Let me add something. Let me add something there. At this stage of the game, the the judge has no right to be interfering at this stage at this early. Stage in a civil case. Okay. And we already know that they've arrested a suspect. So let's get real here. This judge really jumped the gun big time because they don't even know that much about the case. And this does not happen until you're about ready to go to trial. This case might not even go to trial, yet he's already putting two of the people involved in the investigation in jail for not disclosing witnesses. That's, absurd. Amen.
0: That's right. So I agree that you have the right to face your accuser. I agree with all that 100%. But let me make this very clear. Let's just say that Richard Mack is the journalist in our example. And Richard Mack says, hey, you are storing election data on servers in the communist nation of China. And it's against the law. And I'm accusing you of doing this. So Richard or Greg and Catherine are... Uh, making that accusation accusing you know what mr eugene you has the right to face richard mack and Catherine and greg but let me finish my story in seconds after the break and we'll talk about this on your radio
7: proclaiming liberty across the land you're listening to liberty news radio
3: USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
9: With Democrats running the country for the last two years, it's report card time. Are you happy with the direction of America? We'll find out soon as it's midterm election day across the United States. Monday's drawing for the record-setting $1.9 billion before taxes, Powerball, has been delayed due to a technical problem. In a statement, lottery officials said the delay was caused by A participating lottery needed extra time to complete the required security protocols. The numbers should be announced sometime Tuesday. President Trump announced he'll be making a very big announcement from Mar-a-Lago one week from today.
8: I promise you, in the very next very, very, very short period of time, you're going to be so happy, okay?
9: Some Democrats have begun filing lawsuits ahead of the midterm elections. Pennsylvania Senatorial Candidate John Fetterman and other Democrats filed a lawsuit Monday challenging Pennsylvania's plan not to count updated or wrongly dated ballots that have been mailed in. Time Magazine has named Jessica Sibley as chief executive of the media company. Ms. Sibley joins Time from Forbes, where she worked as a chief operating officer. The media executive also held jobs with The Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg, and Condé Nast. She will officially start her role as CEO on November 21st. Subtropical Storm Nicole is roughly 400 miles from the Bahamas and is forecast to intensify and hit Florida's Atlantic coastline near hurricane status in the next day or two. Its large size is likely to make it a high-impact event. The Baltimore Ravens beat the New Orleans Saints 27-13 to 13 on Monday Night Football last night. For more information, visit us online at usaradio.com. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News.
3: Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com/free.
9: The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this
4: exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free.
0: All right, Sam Bushman and Sheriff Richard Mack on your radio. We're talking about a very interesting thing. We're talking about Catherine Engelbrecht, the Greg Phillips being released from prison. Thank heavens for that. I'll tell you that right now. But the real question comes down to, ladies and gentlemen, should journalists ever be forced to disclose the identity of their confidential sources? That's what Greg and uh, Catherine went to prison for. They say they won't give up the source. Journalists throughout the world have been refusing to give up sources, etc. And uh, Sheriff Mack brought up there's two sides to this coin. One is, look, you have the right to face your accuser. But in my story, Richard and Catherine and Greg are saying, hey, Eugene Yu of Connex literally committed election fraud because he illegally stored United States election voting data on communist Chinese servers accessible to the communist party. Uh, now, let's say that I'm the source, and let's say that I'm the IT guy behind the scenes, and let's say that I provide the proof for Greg and provide the proof for Catherine uh regards to their claims. Now, I'm in the background. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm just delivering the facts. But Catherine, Greg, and Richard are. So do they have to know my name, Sheriff, for Mr. Eugene Yu to face his accusers? I don't think so.
8: No, probably not. Uh, I mean, I can I can interview a, a witness uh, to a crime and they can say, I'm only going to talk to you if I remain anonymous. So, OK. Uh, and sometimes uh, we've had people testify and and be whistleblowers against government who have done that against the IRS. Sam. It's they put them behind a partition and it and it's called in camera, uh, and the person's voice is muffled, and the person is there. Testifying. Yeah. By the way, so in the nineteen
5: ninety
0: six elections, ladies and gentlemen, when the Republicans, the Republican freshman revolution was happening, uh, they did that. They had people on the on the radio and on the TV or whatever testifying about the IRS crimes, and they'd be like, right. "The IRS ruined my life. It was crazy. They went after my wife and my baby, and it was insane."
8: It was like that, right? Exactly. Yes, precisely. And so um, there are ways of doing this and still protecting the witness. This particular one against the IRS in 1998 was uh, so afraid of the illegal tactics and the criminality of the IRS that he said they wouldn't testify. This is an IRS agent. So he's so afraid of the IRS, an agency he worked for. That he would not testify unless he could do it uh, with muffled voice and and a silhouette behind a curtain, and so this is the type of government that we're dealing with here, the one that Debbie was alluding to. Uh, yes, our system is absolutely wonderful. The corrupt people uh, bastardizing it are the problem. The traitors in our government are the problem, not the system. And they they keep trying to blame hey, the system. But amen to that. Now, it's interesting. Is, let's talk about the done other done side of this ju- coin. Go ahead. I was going to say,
0: let's talk about the other side of the coin, though. On one oh. hand, you know what? You have the right to face your accusers. On the other hand, you have a right to remain, um, you know, to not testify against yourself. You have the Fourth and Fifth Amendments, and you have the right to not incriminate yourself, and you have the right to... Uh, to just simply not answer questions if you want to i mean look jesus went before the tribunals and they even slapped them around and put a a crown of thorns on his head and everything else and they said look don't you realize i have the ability to just kill you and he just remained silent so you know we can do what we want to do we don't have to testify and incriminate ourselves if we don't want to there's two
8: sides to that coin right yeah there is and uh no witness has to testify uh and no uh Arrested person has to testify or say anything You're, you're absolutely correct uh, But in this particular case Where The investigators Are are actually Know who it is uh, and, I'm, and I can't stress this enough The judge overstepped His bounds He really got involved in this When he didn't need to be Because it's not even going to trial It's not set for trial It might go to trial sometime But the likelihood is that t- there'll be a plea bargain in this or they'll settle out of court or or whatever they want to do. But this is the very beginning of the case and the judge wants to jump from ABC uh, to XYZ and he's way out of line. Uh, and I even saw a report where he was appointed by Reagan. I don't care who they were appointed by. Uh, I, I, really, I really don't care. Uh, and this judge that interfered And told Judge Hoyt, uh, no, you don't get to throw people in jail uh, before this whole thing even gets started. And and so uh, it it really looked political.
0: It Uh, it does. And and my problem with it is this. You know what? Knowing the name of where they got this information is not important. The information is provable. There's another court case already unrelated to Greg and uh, Catherine now uh, because it's between L.A. County. Los Angeles County and Eugene Yu, they're claiming that he committed fraud as well. Now, it could be that Greg and Catherine turned over evidence to them. It could be they got their information elsewhere. It could be they were able to validate that information. But at what point do we have to know the folks that whatever? um, What they're doing is just creating this big intimidation uh, in my mind. Um, And I get that, you know what, the real question is, is their data stored on communist Chinese servers, yes or no? If the answer is yes, criminal activity has been committed, ladies and gentlemen, and whoever uh, discovered that first or delivered the, quote, technical details to make that uh, knowledgeable or whatever is not really relevant, is it? If we can prove it and if it's a facts and, and we can double down and document it, why do we need that information? And the only answer that I can think of is because we want to intimidate. We want to let you know that, hey, if you ever do anything to help this case or this cause, you will be drugged before some thug goon. You know, judge during execution or yourself. So beware. Other than that, I don't see the value.
8: Yeah. And, and Sam, I keep remembering back to July 12th, where uh, I believe it was July 13th, the, the day after perhaps, or the later in the afternoon or evening, where you and I and about five or six sheriffs met with uh, Catherine and Greg of True the Vote. And they explained all of this to us about the suspect who has been arrested, Eugene Yu, where he used to be a professor, that he works with this company that is now supposedly suing uh, Catherine and Greg and True the Boat for defamation. Oh, my goodness. Actually, that would be wonderful for that lawsuit to proceed because then Catherine and Greg get to expose all the evidence they have against them. Sam, this is exactly what they told you and me and five or six sheriffs that were there, the CSPOA sheriffs, that were at that meeting at the CSPOA press conference on July 12th and 13th. Now, Sam, it's pretty amazing that the national lying media and the Democrat Party lying with the national media using the same talking points have said there's no evidence of voter fraud. Now, the very evidence that was presented to you and me and those sheriffs has now come to fruition and the arrest of the person that they told us about. And we were were asked to keep all this under wraps and to keep it secret, which I have done, but I'm not now because it's all happening and unfolding right in front of our eyes. And when the New York
0: Times literally lies about all of us and says we're up in the night, we're crazy conspiracy theorists, literally on Monday. This is literal. And then on Tuesday, they admit the guy we pointed to got arrested by uh, L.A. County. Now, look, L.A. County has the ability to do their own research, their own investigations. They didn't just run around on Greg and... And Catherine and Richard and Sam say so, It's extradite this guy and arrest him, Sheriff. That's my point is there's evidence of this beyond Catherine and Greg now to the point where they don't even need Catherine and Greg to substantiate the facts. Uh, Los Angeles County has all the goods already or they wouldn't be extraditing somebody. That's a that's a serious uh, level. It's one to say, hey, we think you're guilty of this. It's another to say, you know what, we have the evidence. And you know what? We're going to not only arrest you, but we're going to extradite you from a different state. We're going to jurisdictionally reach out and get you because of the nature of the crime, etc. This is beyond Catherine and Greg now. This is just harassment of Catherine and Greg.
8: Yeah, it is. There's no question that they're really going after these people who they claim are nuts and don't have any evidence. And yet they stick them in prison for a week. So, No. Uh, Everything that Catherine and Greg told you and me and those sheriffs uh, has played out. And it looks like it's coming completely full circle. It's coming true. Amen. And it looks like they did their homework, and it looks like they were correct.
0: Now, let me point out something right before the break. So here's the question. Should journalists ever be forced to disclose the identity of their confidential sources? And the answer to that is, for the most part, no. But there are exceptions the answer is yes and I don't want Americans to be deceived into thinking never because it's not never sometimes you cannot face your accuser if that is not exposed depending on the details and that has to do with first-hand witnesses of certain things such as a murder or um, uh, some kind of a sexual problem you know what I mean is sometimes there is absolute, the only way we can know is if someone's willing to testify to what they experienced, saw, felt. There are times when it is justified. I submit to you, this is not one of them. But there are times that it does make sense. Let's be very clear about that. When we come back, I got a barn bird, battle between Florida and the United States of America, the general government. So Joe is at war with Ron. all right live it on your radio ladies and gentlemen joe and ron are battling it out you and i get a front seat this election season it is the day to vote ladies and gentlemen become a vip a very important person and vote in person would you please joe kovacs wrote this article for wnd.com the headline says florida fights back against Biden's election monitors. They want to have control, says Joe Kovacs. And amen to that reality check. Here's the details. The Justice Department announced that it was sending monitors to 64 jurisdictions in 24 states. Uh, They say, they stated that monitors will include, quote, personnel from the Civil Rights Division and from U.S. Attorney's Offices In addition, the division also deploys, quote, monitors from the Office of Personnel Management where uh, they're authorized, they say, by Federal Court Order Division, uh, and the personnel will also maintain contact with state and local election officials. However, uh, the state of Florida says, no, that's absolutely bogus. That isn't happening. There's no authority in our jurisdiction for that to happen. So the state of Florida is now pushing back against the federal government's, quote, monitoring uh, inside polling places on election day, saying that it violates state law. On Monday, the Florida Department of State sent a letter to, quote, Joe Biden's Justice Department, notifying officials that federal election monitors are prohibited from going inside polling locations. The battle's on, and your court case couldn't be more relevant, Sheriff.
8: Boy, you're not a kid, Sam, because of the lines of federalism and overreach. I mean, my case was about overreach. It was to stop the overreach of government. And it applies all throughout this issue, and it, it, it has been it, widely ignored uh, and disobeyed by government officials. The same ones who claim that uh, we're all supposed to be following the Supreme Court. You know, It's like the oath of office is we swear an oath to uphold and defend anything and everything the United States Supreme Court says and does. Well, then why aren't the sheriffs enforcing this? Why aren't the states enforcing this? Governor DeSantis is doing the right thing. Uh, and, and I think on a side note, Trump is being really out of line uh, trying to make his campaign move against DeSantis before the election uh, of today. And so Trump just doesn't know when to be quiet sometimes. However, on this one, DeSantis is in the right. These federal bureaucrats coming in from Washington, D.C., have no authority in his state, not one iota. And and them acting like they do and any other states acquiescing and allowing the federal government to do this is just simply – Uh, Part of the destruction to our Constitution and to federalism in and of itself and and let's be real here The states have much more regulatory authority than does the federal government. The federal government has virtually none They virtually have no Regulatory authority. The only place they have it is interstate commerce. That's it. That's the only place Not interstate commerce interstate it has to go across state lines and even then it's very very limited and and so uh regulating gun ownership is absolutely no business of the federal government whatsoever and and we go back to michael Peruka on that thinking not not thinking a thing to be wrong uh, a long habit of not thinking a thing to be wrong gives it a superficial appearance of being right this is another one of those sam letting the federal government do things they're not supposed to yeah
0: Now, I want to talk about this because your case was relevant when it was rendered uh, on your behalf against Bill Clinton that, you know what, the federal government, the general government, especially Mm -hmm. the executive branch, has no authority within the several states. uh, And mandates of any kind or forced compliance with the threat of arrest, which was done to you, is really criminal activity by the president. Well, the same thing is true here. This case of yours Is as relevant 25-plus years later, now in Ron DeSantis' case, it's as relevant as it was in yours. Uh, We just need to get a hold of Ron and say, look, this court case needs to be focused on and highlighted by Ron telling Joe, you're out in the weeds, Joe. Bill was, and you are too, and we're not tolerating it. It's not only about gun rights. It's about election rights. It's about uh, the states having dual sovereignty with the general government, according to Antonin Scalia. It's about the, the division of powers. It's about chaining these thugs down with the Constitution and stopping rogue agents from uh, thinking they're too powerful. This is as relevant now for Iran as it was for you 25-plus years ago. The principles just need to be hammered home, and we need to nullify now and just say, no, Joe, not happening. So how do we get this
8: to Ron? <laughs> No, No, Joe no that that's for sure and uh, he's been there uh, in washington dc uh, for 45 years so the corruption is so entrenched in him it's part of his dna and and him lying uh, he, they don't even care it's it's this is just politics that's what you do you spin things you lie you propagandize you brainwash and and uh, the Biden administration is really good at it, if and when they can get Joe to understand it and read the teleprompter correctly. Because twice recently he said that his son died in Iraq, in the war in Iraq. He died of cancer in Delaware. You know, So uh, it it's just really uh, astonishing. Well, I, I've heard it both ways, Sheriff. It, there. You did what?
0: <laughs> it's a joke. I've heard it both ways there.
8: Oh yeah, of course.
0: I mean yeah. Joe's up in the night he's crazy. No, but here's I the know. bottom line though. Look, your Supreme Court case is in summary. There's a booklet available at cspoa.org so that any American can get copies and, and share it with their loved ones and everything. This is critical for the American people to understand. I don't know that there's a more quintessential quintessential issue than understanding the separation of authority and power and jurisdiction documented in your case. It's the greatest modern day tenth amendment decision ever rendered in the United States, but it's modern times. Look, Ron needs a copy of this. How do we get that to him? For reals? How do we get him to say on, on national TV, you know what, Joe? You're out of line. And when Sheriff Richard Mack beat Bill Clinton at the Supreme Court, this was absolutely, fundamentally documented and decided. You don't get to run
8: around and dictate
0: like a thug to everybody. You don't get you know, to do that's that. A idea.
8: That's a good idea. I, I got some people I think in Florida that can get a hold of him. I really do.
0: Yeah, we got to make sure he has a copy of the booklet. He needs to go on national TV, man, and literally hold up the booklet and say, listen, this is case president stuff. This has been decided. Joe, you are out in the weeds, my friend. You're crazy. Yeah.
8: Yeah. Who do
0: you think you are, Bill and Joe? You're not dictators. You don't have authority everywhere. You know what? You are constitutionally chained down, sir. See, we got to hammer this home because, look. If you want honest elections, you've got to get the feds out of there, the FBI and all these different, you know, whatever, racial agencies and, um, you know, human rights, this and whatever that. And you've got to get those clowns out of there if you want honest elections, Sheriff.
8: Yeah, and, and Biden talks about wanting to preserve our democracy. Well, he wants to preserve his democracy so he can preserve his dictatorship. Uh, and the regime that he has established in Washington, D.C. that is all based on corruption. Uh, so, yeah, I, I I laugh at the Democrats when they start talking about, oh, the Republicans will murder and lie and cheat and steal to, to get power. Man, what do you think they have done? They they accuse the Republicans of doing exactly what they have done. And, yes, we could document even murder that uh, the Democrats have done. I, I can't see one where the, the Republicans have, but uh, believe me, uh, like you have pointed out earlier, the deep state Republicans are no different than the deep state re- uh, Democrats. They're, they're all protecting the same bird. It's just two different wings on the same bird. So uh, yes. I'm astonished that they're, they keep getting away with it. But as I've said on your program before, you know, when the national media support you, you can get away with anything including. Now her. let
0: me give you let me give you one interesting thing that I want to highlight before the end of the hour cuz it really relates. You remember the Seth Rich case? Seth Rich was the guy that was involved in the uh you know campaign stuff for Clinton and everybody else on the Democratic side. He was uh, in the Democratic Party, etc., etc. Well anyway, he died and they basically said it was a robbery gone awry. But now when people want the truth on this Seth Rich case, listen carefully, sheriff, the FBI asks the court for 66 years to release information from the Seth Rich computer. Zachary Steeper with the article, they want 66 years. The FBI is asking the U.S. court to, quote, reverse its order and produce information from Seth Rich's computer, but only in 66 years, not now. Yeah. Yeah. Th- why they, do we they, need a de- they, Why do we need a Democratic National Committee staffer's computer to be withheld from the public uh, the details on that for sixty six years, Sheriff? Why?
8: Yeah. You see, that's the re- same thing they did with JFK. They wanted to postpone uh, the release of the information about JFK, and even Donald and postponed still,
0: that, by the way.
8: Yeah, and, and they and they still have kept it secret. Trump Trump exposed some of it, but kept a, a lot of it secret still. What? What? Why? And so anyway, it's just back to the FBI being totally corrupt. uh, And I can't believe that we're putting up with this. Uh, The American people have got to wake up. Yeah.
0: The problem is, you know, when when people like Greg and Catherine go to jail, uh, political motivated, when Stuart Rhodes goes to jail, politically motivated, he can't get released or anything else. When all these people go to jail, political prisoners, um, you know, when Ammon Bundy went, when, you know, all these different people, you got to really ask yourself, man, what is going on here and what can we, the people, do about it? Elections are one of the keys, one of the peaceful solutions. Yeah, uh, Ammon Bundy running for governor of Idaho. We sure pray he wins. That's another critical race today. Uh, there's so much going on, Sheriff. It's not even funny.
8: Yeah, yeah, it is. And I look at the possibility, had I gone to Washington, D.C. on January 6th, I really think that I would have tried to stop people from going in, and I don't know how close I would have got to the building. But if I saw them breaking windows and trying to go in, I would have tried to stop that, and they would have arrested me for that.
0: Yeah, because that's what Ashley tried to do, and she got murdered, sir.
8: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, the 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 one the one guy that was praying uh, right in front of some of the the real violence uh, between some of the officers and some of the people uh, and the officers were committing the violence. He, he literally stood and prayed with his arms up to the air and he got arrested and he was trying to stop all of it. And he was shouting to stop all of it and he was praying to stop it. And of course they arrest him. So I know I would have been arrested. And, and so I'm really glad I didn't go. Uh, And uh, a lot of people got mad at me for not going, but uh, I'm so glad that you and I did not go and that uh, we were clear that we didn't want any CSPOA people going. But only because, Sam, we didn't trust uh, the provocateurs who were hired to be there, uh, and they were. And I I didn't trust any of this because I said, Trump's going to have a big rally in Washington, D.C., you better believe there's gonna be Antifa and provocateurs and people trying to sabotage the whole thing.
0: And if you watch sure the enough. movie from the Epic Times on this very topic of there, uh, you realize the government is more guilty than even the provocateurs. They led the parade, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. That's what you gotta really know. Vote today, become a very important person, vote in person, do it now. Stand for God, family, and country people. We pray for a route of those who have been destroying our sacred country. I agree, it's the best country on the planet, and I'm grateful to live in this wonderful land. We just gotta get rid of the rogue agents and return it to constitutional patriots. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Thank you, Sheriff Richard Mack. Uh, LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net, CSPUA.org. We declare this nation shall endure. God
8: save the Republic of the United States of America. Thanks, everybody.